Thank you so much for hitting the play button on your favorite listening device of choice from wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Duff Tyler, and this is A Duff Said. The year 2010 was a big one at Lake Orion High School. The football team won a state championship that season, and you can hear more about that by listening to last week's show that I did with head coach Chris Bell. Also happening that year, the Lake Orion girls basketball team won a district championship. But since that season, the Dragons fell on hard times. Typically, every season ended in the opening game of the district tournament, so it was a huge relief when they opened this year's district tournament by defeating Rochester Adams by 24 points back on February 28th. That ended a long losing streak in the postseason. But you had to figure, well, the fun was about to end two nights later against Stony Creek. After all, the Cougars crushed the Dragons 45-38 back in December. But the Dragons said to themselves, let's keep this going. And they did. They held on for a 32-30 win over the Cougars. Okay, so now the Dragons... They're moving on to take on Rochester for the district title. It had been a long time since Lake Orion had made it this far in a girls basketball district tournament. Rochester is one of the most sound defensive teams in this area. The Falcons blew out the Dragons twice this season. No reason to think they weren't going to do that a third time. Well, if you thought that, you'd be wrong. For the first time in 12 years, Lake Orion won a district championship. They beat Rochester back on March 4th, 40-34, to win the district title. Now Their season, however, was derailed this past Tuesday, losing to Clarkston 61-47 in the regional semifinals. But it was a magical ride for Lake Orion girls basketball this season. I caught up with head coach Robert Bridges to talk about it. And that conversation starts now. What was your message to your girls after the loss to Clarkston this past Tuesday? Um, I, my message to them was just how proud of them I was. Uh, we really came together the last week of the season after a very tough loss to Rochester. And I just told them, I said, the, the lessons you learned over this last 10 days will carry you a long way, whether you're a senior or a sophomore, it'll carry you a long ways into getting what you want done. You finding ways to go ahead and accomplish things that you didn't maybe think were accomplishable. So I was really proud of my kids. They really came together. They played tough and found a, found a different way to go ahead and, and get things done. Your girls had never had that experience of playing in a regional basketball atmosphere. How do you feel they adapted to that environment? Um, actually, I, I, I thought we did pretty well considering it. I don't think anything actually, the nerves probably didn't even get to them until maybe into the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, we were only down six headed into the fourth against a, a Clarkson team who um, has arguably one of the best players in the state, Maddie Skrupski. So, yeah, I thought they did a pretty good job considering, you know, I have mostly underclassmen. I only have four seniors on that team. And 
none of them had been ever past a district game. So I, I thought we did pretty well. Speaking of Maddie Skorupski, what did you make of her game and as a player? I know you said she's one of the top players in the state, but what was it like to see her actually on the court doing some of the things that uh, you've probably seen on film and heard about in the area? You know, I, I've been around the, her entire four years as a varsity player, and we, we scrimmaged them over the Christmas break, actually. So watching her play up, up close is not something um, that's uncommon for me. I've seen her play quite a bit. She's she's just a really smooth player. Uh, on the offensive end, she does things that uh, a lot of high school female athletes can't do, and it makes it tough to guard her. It makes it uh, fun to watch her. Unfortunately, it was um, a whole lot of Maddie on, on Tuesday that uh, knocked us out. But, you know, happy for her. She played very well. Uh, she, she's, a, like I said, she's a very good player. And um, I wish her the best whether she decides to play in college or not. You were only down six going into that final period. What was the turning point for Clarkston? Uh, start the fourth quarter. We actually came out and turned the ball over twice really quick. And then Maddie Skrupski scored six straight points to start the quarter. So we went down six to down 12 in a hurry. And we we missed some shots on the other end. Um, again, we're a younger ball club. Uh, we've had some trouble in big games where we turn the ball over too much. We did it again Tuesday. We turned the ball over too much. And, and the fourth quarter just proved a little too much for us that we I don't know. I wouldn't say we ran out of gas, but, you know, things got a little tight and, you know, we made some poor decisions and, uh, you know, we just couldn't get anything else to go. So kind of was our downfall with the turnover situation. Obviously a tough loss to end the season, but to win a district championship, something that Lake Orion girls basketball has not done in over a decade, it had been 2010 since Lake Orion girls basketball had won a district championship. How good did it feel for you to see this group that you've been coaching all season long and have probably been coaching for the last four years now as head coach, watching them start off as young kids and make it all the way to this level in ending that district title drought? How good did that feel to see that unfold? It was, it was an outstanding feeling. Not only was that a first district title since 2010, that that particular week, Lake Orion girls basketball had not won a district game since 2010. So we won on Monday and had our first district win in over a decade um, in any level. So that, that started the week off well. And once we got to there, they, the kids had really bought in and started to believe. And this group was just phenomenal at coming together and deciding, hey, listen, we're going to do everything we can to keep our season going. And we came out Wednesday and played just a phenomenal game against Stony Creek. And then, uh, you know, obviously winning on Friday with a district title, having home court advantage obviously helped our, our student section, our, our fans, our parents, having them all there for it was outstanding and just made it even that more special. But what an outstanding feeling for – not only myself, but especially for these kids who really have now, you know, made, made this program what it is in the last four years. Most of these kids um, started when I started. And, uh, you know, they've laid the foundation for what's coming to, 
you know, to fruition for the program. When the season started, how many times did the fact that Lake Orion hadn't won a district game or district title in since 2010 come up? And how many times was that discussed in the locker room and out on the court during practices that if you really work hard, you can accomplish something truly astounding? Um, honestly, we started talking about it <clears throat> as being a possibility for us before the season started. We actually sat down and had a meeting and I had everybody put down what we call accountability cards. And on one side of the accountability card, it was three things as a player or a coach that I wanted to be held accountable for throughout the season. And on the other side were three things that I would like to achieve by the end of the season. And I would say on 80% of those cards, a district championship was on there. So it was something we definitely discussed, something we definitely strive for. Um, you know, we start the season out and, you know, we go one and one and then we turn around and go on a 10 game win streak. And that's really when people, I think they started to believe had a little rough stretch on the end of the season, but man, did they come together to, to bring something special back home. And that's probably one of the most, <clears throat> excuse me, probably one of the most exciting things in Lake Orion sports in the last couple of years, for sure. I can see that the voice is uh, still a little hoarse from the other night. Uh, you you had <laughs> called me and told me that I want to do this interview, but I'm still getting my voice back after Tuesday. And <laughs> what was that experience like for you to lead these girls to a regional game? You know, I, I, I try to just take it all in and enjoy it. Um, I have some great kids, and it was a pleasure to coach them. And, you know, the preparation – and the amount of time that we took to put into everything um, made it all worth it. It was, it was just a great experience as a coach, a wonderful experience for myself personally to see some of these kids achieve things <clears throat> that I know they've been talking about all year. And like you were saying a moment ago, it really was in the cards for you guys to win that district championship. A little play on words there for you. But uh, when you were going into the districts, you had finished three games behind Rochester in the OAA White. Now, I heard a coach say something recently that really stuck in the memory banks for me. He had just lost in a regular season conference championship game, and he told me that, that he, his message to his kids was, yeah, we lost this game, they won a championship, but our season didn't end today, and we can keep playing. You had that loss to Rochester, but you were able to go in there and defeat them. This was a Rochester team that two nights before held Eisenhower to just five points in the second half. This was a very good defensive unit for Rochester. They were pretty stacked. They won the conference, and you knew you were going to have your hands full with them. How did you keep your girls focused going into that game, knowing that you were going to be up against a formidable opponent, but an opponent you'd seen a couple of times, and you'd finally figured out what you could do to be successful against them? You know, a week before that, they had beaten us by 20 at their place. And the interesting part about all of our losses this year, four out of five of our regular season losses, we were tied with the teams that we lost to at halftime. And we came out and had a rough third quarter. And I used that as motivation with the kids just to say, hey, listen, we can play with anybody. 
you guys are good enough. We held Rochester Adams to five points in the second half of our first round game. So our defense was also very good. And we put together a game plan of, that we thought we could execute against Rochester. And to the kids' credit, they all bought in. And, and like I said, that the run for last week, especially for this team, was so important to watch them come together as a team. And it's something I had been saying to them. I said, listen, we talk like we're a team. You know, we, we kind of act like we're a team sometimes, but we don't always play like we're a team. And last week we played like we were a team, especially against Rochester. We kept building each other up. We kept picking each other up. The resiliency of, hey, made a mistake, next play, no worries, was evident and on display. And those kids just worked their tails off to get that W. And not only did you get that W in a district championship, but you did something that two other teams have been able to do against Rochester this season, and that's put up 40 points against them. That's how sound they are defensively. You were able to do that on the biggest stage of the season. When you looked at the game film and you were putting together your plan on offense, how were you able to go out there and execute it and ultimately be that successful against the Falcons? You know, uh, they are very good defensively. Um, they switch everything, and they run a, a pretty good 1-3-1. We actually decided that we were going to force them into some switches that were beneficial for us, and it actually worked out really well, um, making them switch into matchups that benefited us, uh, that we were able to go ahead and get to the rim or make open shots. And that's really what you have to do against them. You've got to be able to knock down open shots because they clog the paint. And in that one three one, you have to attack it. And we did a really good job of attacking their one three one. I think we actually scored six or eight points against their one three one and knocked them out of it right away. So that was really good. Um, just watching them, I had. You think about what I had out there. I had uh, two juniors with nine points, another junior with eight points, another junior with five points. You know, I had a bunch of underclassmen too, just like they do. Uh, we're going to be seeing these guys for, uh, you know, three more years for sure. And they're going to be good and we're going to be good. But hopefully we've actually laid a foundation of how we think we can attack what they do defensively and uh, continue to be successful in it. Coming up, what will it take for the Dragons to go back to back? When my wife and I moved to Lake Orion four years ago, we had to do two things. Get to know the area and find great pizza. That's when we met Sheldon. Sheldon's the kindest guy you'll meet in Orion Township. His heart is as big as his pizzas, and once you order one, you'll see why Sheldon is our guy for pizza time. Sheldon Street Pizza is located at 3667 Baldwin Road across from the Great Lakes Athletic Club. You can look them up online at SheldonStreetPizza.com. Sheldon is ready to serve you the best pizza, breadsticks, and sandwiches that are always made fresh when you order them. Sheldon Street Pizza. More than just pizza. And that's a tough said. Fourth Coast Cider Works is the place to be for hard cider in Oakland County. Located in the main entrance to Canterbury Village, Fourth Coast is quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. 
Stop by Fourth Coast and try some of their many flavors on tap. You can also take some home in a can or a howler. Fourth Coast is open Thursday through Sunday. For a complete list of ciders and hours, go to fourthcoastciderworks.com. The best hard cider is on the Fourth Coast. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. Support for A Duff Said comes from you, the listener. For as little as $2 a month or $24 a year, you can help A Duff Said continue to grow and continue to provide the great content that you come to expect from me each week. And if you're a patron, you get access to exclusive content that sometimes doesn't make it into the show. So just go to patron.podbean.com backslash A Duff Said. Two years ago, that same group that you coach was 7-14. and 14. What do you make of the way that they have matured on the court and have really developed into high school girls basketball players playing against some of the toughest teams in Metro Detroit and, quite honestly, the state as well? Yeah, we've, we've really prided ourselves on not backing down from anything. We actually took this group last summer down to Bowling Green and played a really tough two-day tournament um, against three teams that made the Ohio State Championships as well. And watching these kids develop over the last three years has been <clears throat> really fun. You know, they, they all are willing to put in the work. Some of them are playing travel ball. Some of them are just in the gym. We put together a 10,000-shot club this past summer. And I had kids in the gym all year long. And they just worked and worked and worked. And you're starting to see over the past three years what all this work is, is finally getting to. And, you know, we got back from Bowling Green. We hosted a summer league with Clarkston. We played scrimmage West Bloomfield. You know, we're, we're playing Stony Creeks and Oxfords. And then we went to Hope and played a ton of great teams out there for team camp. So it really led us to believe this summer, hey, we are one of the better teams coming up. And we'll do some more of that. But these kids, to their credit, are putting in the work. And they're, 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 they'll come to you and say, hey, coach, let's get in the gym. Hey, coach, can I shoot? Hey, coach, can we work on this? And, you know, I love it. That's, that's a, This has definitely been fun and exciting to watch these kids mature into the players they are now. And we still have at least a year with this 2023 class to see where they can finish out. And now they have some playoff experience behind them. So I'm, I'm really excited to see where we head into next year. You have been coaching at Lake Orion for the last nine years. You spent uh, the first five as an assistant. You're in your fourth year as the head coach of the Dragons. When you got the offer to come coach here in Lake Orion, what was it about this community that excited you to take on this opportunity? Uh, just the, just that the rich history of Lake Orion sports. Lake Orion's always been a, a very good sports town. Back in 2009, 2010, some of my AAU kids were actually playing on those high school teams and they got to state semis. So watching them and watching the community rally behind them, I was like, wow, yeah, this would be a great place. I live here as well. Um, I know a lot of the kids here. I like working with the kids here. The, you know, the community is very good. If you're good, They'll come out and support you big time, which they did last week. 
So it was exciting for me to get the opportunity to come here to where I live now and take over that program uh, four years ago. But more importantly, to, to just be part of the program for the last nine years and start building what little parts I could from that point. You know, I coached three years of freshman, a year of JV, you know, and then now four years of varsity. So it's been a, it's been an outstanding run so far and I'm excited to see where we go next. Well, it's been a long time since Lake Orion girls basketball has gone this far in the month of March. Who do you have coming back next season to make another run? Well, four of our five starters are all coming back. You have uh, Maddie Abbott, Taylor Dinda, Kylie Hack, Chloe Wiegers, I think started all but one game potentially for, I know Chloe missed one and Kylie missed one and Maddie missed one. Uh, so other than that, I mean, yeah, all four of those starters coming back. Um, Audrey Wishmeyer, who hit six of eight threes uh, Tuesday night, is back. Uh, along with, you know, two sophomore post players, Ryan Palachik and Lexi Strohshine. And then a, a comparable bench, you know, that we had there as well. Uh, Grace Sullivan, Jody McCaffrey, you know, both come back. We had we had 11, 11 underclassmen, 12 underclassmen on this team that played this year. So, um, including 10 juniors. So it will be interesting to see uh, what what transpires over the summer, but we have two really talented freshmen that potentially can make a push for varsity next year as well. So I think we're going to be very good. I think we're going to be uh, competitive, and I look forward to making another run. I want to give you an opportunity real quickly to say a few things about your seniors. You had four of them on the roster this year. What was it like to coach them, and what did they mean to Lake Orion but girls basketball? You know, I'll start with Liv Poplowski. She was one of our captains, uh, three-year varsity player. I coached Liv every year she was here. Um, Liv didn't have the year that she wanted to have this year, but as a leader and a captain – she was more than adequate. She was amazing with the kids, with the team, just getting things done and communicating with me and um, making sure that, you know, the lines of communication between coaches and players were always open. And, you know, Liv, Liv is just a great person. And like I said, we had great, great, great dialogue and she was a really good leader. Uh, the other captain that we had was Katie Van Hack. And Katie only got to play about five games this year. She was coming off an ACL tear. Had she played all year, uh, she would have been a kid that I would have been really excited to see what she would accomplish. Because last year, she had coming off, this her second ACL tear. Last year as a junior, she was coming off an ACL tear. And at the end of the year, she was starting to average a double-double. And then she tears it again this year at Bowling Green. Um, but again, great captain, great kid. I've actually coached her since she was in eighth grade. So fortunate to have Katie Van Hack and, and I was really proud of her for working her way back and being able to go ahead and play toward the end of the season. My other two seniors, Madeline Wolf, Madeline Wolf was in the program all four years. Um, she was never, uh, a lot of minutes, but I'll tell you, we kept her last year on varsity because of her intensity and the way that she came to practice every single day, she made other kids better by how hard she worked. And she was able to do some things, um, including in our final game, on her accountability card, 
one of her goals was to make a three in a game. And with about 30 seconds left in a game against Clarkson, I'll be doggone if that kid didn't hit a three and, you know, live up to one of her goals for her senior year. And it was a really heartwarming, uh, you know, moment for everybody. We celebrated that in the locker room like we had won. So I was really happy for Madeline. She's a great kid, very smart kid, going to do well when she moves on. Caitlin Mitchell actually sat out last year. She's my last senior. Caitlin Mitchell didn't play a lot this year, but she lost a year to not playing. But again, came to work every day at practice, had a wonderful, you know, uh, attitude about everything, and really enjoyed being part of this program. I'm going to miss all those kids. Um, they are definitely part of the foundation of what we were building here. They all know it. And I told them, I said, you've, you've laid a legacy now. Whenever you walk back in the building, and you see 2022 district champs up on that board. You'll know you were a part of that. And you helped start wherever this program ends up. You helped start uh, putting them on that path. So I'll miss them all. I can't wait to see our banquet next Sunday, but uh, definitely had a great senior class. Speaking of banquets, how hungry is this group to go back to back next season and get a second straight district championship? Um, honestly, you know, one of the things we obviously have the goal, we'd like to do that again, but the kids know how hard it is. And the, and the best part for them now is that they have the experience. So now they have a drive to try and get back to this regional stage and win a game in regionals and see how far we can go next year. So I'll be excited to see how much work they're willing to put in this summer. I know they will. But watching them progress throughout what we've done, um, I'll be interested to see how hard they work and how much time they put in the gym uh, to accomplish the next goal. And um, obviously – you know, I hope we can get there. Um, it's never easy. You know, we always have pitfalls and winning district championship. As long as I've been around, uh, I understand how hard it is. But I think these kids have the opportunity to potentially get it done again. This district championship had been a long time coming. Getting to hold that district title, what was that like for your girls? And what was that like for you? You know, for myself... It, it was a culmination of all the work and time that you put in as a coach. But for these players and for our community, it, it felt it felt bigger. Being able to celebrate with them on the court and holding that championship trophy was a big sigh of relief that, hey, by the way, hard work really pays off. We are that good. We are coming for the next things. And let's go see what we can accomplish next. And then to have our fans, our kids that were in the stands supporting us all week, come down and join us in that celebration was absolutely over the top. And I thank all of them. I told them all, I said, we don't get this done without you guys. The Lake Orion community and our student section and our parents, I mean, they just supported us so much. And we were so happy to not only win for ourselves, but for them as well. And it meant a lot to the kids to be able to do that. And I got a feeling it's going to be in the cards once again next season. Robert Bridges, thank you so much for making some time this week. It was a pleasure to talk to you about your girls' basketball team at Lake Orion. 
I am definitely one of those people that's looking forward to seeing what you guys can accomplish next season. Thank you so much for making the time. I appreciate it. Best of luck to you guys next year. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate you know, the attention that these kids deserve uh, and to see that they're now getting. So thank you for taking the time to uh, talk with us, talk with me. And, and I look forward to, to talking with you soon. Oh, yeah. You're uh, definitely going to be a part of the plans next season for sure. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And that's going to wrap up this edition of A Duff Said. Now, if you are hearing this podcast for the very first time, be sure to check out my website, aduffsaid.com. There you will find the links to all my previous episodes of this podcast, as well as other great content. You can also listen to this podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, the Odyssey Radio app, TuneIn, and YouTube. You can also find me on Facebook by looking for the page Sports Journalist Duff Tyler. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Duff Tyler. Until next time, this is Duff Tyler reminding you that if Duff said it, it must be true. Because that's what a Duff said. <laughs>